0: Stu Does America. Twitter.com slash Does America or X.com slash who cares. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, like the video right now, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell for notifications, do all the things. Matt Palumbo is here to help me fact check the fact checkers and their fact checking. We will actually see if Elon Musk of X.com and Mark Zuckerberg of Meta throw hands in the ring to see who is the social media uh king but we will have those updates coming up in a little bit we're going to start by doing the biden evidence and guess what there is some i about blew a gasket today as i was preparing for the show because i just can't take this anymore every time i'm reading a story about the biden uh incident the the hunter biden story the mainstream media decides now they're going to tell us about it. Now, remember, of course, they didn't tell us about it initially. They literally banned the nation's oldest newspaper from Twitter because they reported an accurate story about the laptop. We all remember that. And that's been going on for a while. Now they've come to the point where, sure, yeah, Hunter Biden's done a lot of stuff, but we're going to try to separate that from Joe Biden. And there's no evidence, there's absolutely no evidence that this is connected to Joe Biden in any single way. Is that true? Because what is evidence? What is evidence? It's not 100% proven proof, right? Like if that were, that's just proof. Evidence is something that indicates something may have gone on. And we should uh, look at that and say, hey, wait a minute. This is an indicator that a crime uh, was committed in this particular context. Let me give you a few examples of this. This is from the New York Times. The Hunter Biden case, an example of America's dueling realities. And in the story, they do admit a bunch of stuff that is actually true, which is nice from the New York Times. When they do this occasionally, Um, but down the story after a while, this is what they get to. The problem for Biden's Republican critics is that they are lacking uh, that they are making their own untruthful statements or at least statements lacking any support. House Republicans have claimed that the elder Biden himself, Joe, received money as part of Hunter's business business dealings. They have produced no evidence to support the claim. Luke notes another reporter. There's also no evidence that Joe Biden altered policy to benefits Hunter's clients. I don't even go to that part of the claim. I mean, go back and look at the Ukraine Burisma deal uh, with the prosecutor who they wanted out, and he was removed right after a lot of this stuff happened. We'll just put that to the side right now. But again, indications that something went down. We know for a fact the prosecutor was fired. The question is, is it tied? And that's, of course, the hard part uh, to prove. But let me give you more from the media. This is from ABC News this morning.
1: Republicans have long said it goes way beyond tax fraud. They're concerned about potential, you know, business entanglements with China that he thinks he might have brought his dad into. I mean, is that where this is that what they might be investigating? Well, it very well could be. We don't know. Republicans have long pushed these allegations about Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings. What were the Biden selling? Nothing but influence and access to the Biden network. They say, you know, he got all this money from abroad, he was using his connections, and using his connections to his father, then vice president- to To kind of rake in all of this money. However, there's not a lot of evidence that they've ever put forth about this, and it's not really clear that anything Hunter did that Republicans are alleging would even implicate his dad, Joe Biden.
0: Now they go even farther here claiming that there's no evidence that even Hunter did anything wrong in these scenarios, which is, I think you're about six months past due on that particular uh, idea. But again, Joe, he's got nothing to do with this. Here's a, if if, if you were worried about it, here's how CNN is telling the story.
1: The allegations without evidence, mostly, that Republicans have out there. There has been no corroboration. There's no evidence there. I mean, you would agree we don't have, there's no evidence of that at all.
0: Republicans get riled up and keep making allegations that at this point uh, have not been substantiated with evidence.
1: So far, there is no evidence that the evidence has come out. They don't have evidence mm-hmm. to show that Joe Biden did anything wrong. Comer's said that repeatedly. He's like, well, I hope we find evidence. And of course they present that without clear evidence. So if there was Evidence that they had accumulated in their four to five year investigation, this request to be a special counsel would have come already. It seems unlikely that 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 they have that kind of evidence. David Weiss has been working on this for five years and
0: five years. Five years is enough time. Wrap it up. If you can't wrap it up, you need to tell me what the solution is.
1: What the hell
0: are you talking about? What the hell are you talking about? There's no evidence. Have you paid attention to this at all? What do you mean there's no evidence? Now, you can say, look, you're on thin ice here, but you can say there's no perfect proof of this. You can say there's no uh, 100 percent bulletproof uh, idea that there's proof that Joe Biden, like you don't have Joe Biden on tape, for example, saying, hey, You know what we should do is we should funnel money through my everybody in my family who has a shell company, even when they're like nine years old. We should definitely try that. You're probably never going to find that exactly. And maybe you do need to find it to convict a president. I'm honestly kind of comfortable with that standard that there has to be a high level of proof when it comes to convicting a president of a crime. I'm OK with that standard, as I have said many times with Donald Trump. You better have bulletproof evidence if you're just going off, uh, you know, uh, sort of allegations and rumors and such. It's not it's not enough. But there is absolutely evidence. I thought we should maybe just take a minute and look at just some of it. Now, I'm not going to go into every single bank statement. I'm not going to show you every single transfer of money that, you know, you're going to look at. And you know, not, unless you're a banker, you're not going to understand it. You don't need to go there. There's a lot of stuff in plain language because Hunter Biden happens to be the most irresponsible criminal of all time and left his laptop at a computer repair shop. So we have all sorts of insight as to what he was doing. We also have all sorts of insight into what his business partners were saying at the time. You can say Hunter acted on his own with some of this. You can say, oh, well, he didn't Joe Biden didn't know any of this, but you can't say there's no evidence. You can say there's no definitive proof. You can say, well, I've got excuses for this and excuses for that, but saying there's no evidence is completely insane. Let me give you some of this. Let's go back in time a little bit. Uh, Back in the debate, Joe Biden on stage with Donald Trump, Donald Trump accusing him uh, and Hunter Biden of bringing in money from China. Claims that we know now have real backing to them. Joe Biden said on stage the opposite. Biden and his son uh, earned no money from China. His son says otherwise. Joe Biden's comment that Hunter Biden made no money in China was made in the course of a contentious debate in which he rebutted a number of false claims made by Trump, yet he made his statement in response to a direct question from the moderator. It's possible he purposely—listen how this is uh, uh, this is the Washington Post fact check. Look how much they reached to try to justify this claim for Biden. It's possible that he purposely tailored his answer to just the period when he was vice president but Biden has never been known for such parsing of language. The president tends to be sloppier in his phrasing, which often gets him into trouble. The fact remains that Biden during the debate de- denied his son made money from China. In court last week, his son has said he earned hundreds of thousands of dollars from Chinese business deals for Pinocchios, even from the Washington Post, even as they try to, you know, all sorts of gymnastics tricks to justify what they're talking about and how it's not all that bad. Now, the House GOP, Again, they're saying no evidence. The House GOP released bank records on Hunter Biden payments from Russian oligarchs. The total cleared $20 million. Now, the response to this by the media and the left was to say, well, they showed $20 million being transferred to all sorts of members of the Biden family, but not directly to Joe. Where's the proof? Where's the evidence of the transfer to Joe? First of all, are we children? Are we children here? The guy's vice president of the United States. We're not gonna, he's not going to get a Venmo from some Russian oligarch. That's not how this works. Yes, it's going to go to his very shady family members, all of whom seem to be involved in some corrupt uh, 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 part of this, including his brother, who's knee-deep, at least according to multiple articles and books, uh, honestly, that cover this stuff. But go beyond that for a second here. Think about if you're Hunter Biden and you have a dad like Joe Biden, what's that relationship like? Joe has a very troubled child. He's got grandkids all over the place. He's got family members. He's the one He's the one that can bring in the bacon, right? He's the one with the name. He's the one with the reputation. So what do you do with that information? You don't transfer the money directly to Joe. What's Joe gonna do with it? He's an 80-year-old guy. He's an old man who is not only old, but also already wealthy, so he can buy whatever he wants. So. What's going to happen to this money? At some point, Joe Biden is not going to be able to use it anymore. I got news for you. We all get to that situation at some point. And that money is going to be transferred to the exact people it got transferred to in the memo. Like that is the end of the road for this money. It's going to go to Hunter Biden anyway. So why would you direct it to Joe first so he could give an inheritance to Hunter in five years or 10 years or God only knows when? The point is, obviously, this is how you would hide it. You would also hide it by creating shell companies for all of your relatives, with the exception of the one you just acknowledged last week. I mean, keep an eye out in the business filings for a new Navy Corp uh, as an overseas uh, operation, because that one's coming soon. I can tell you that. Um, So where else is this money going to go now? You might say, okay, well, how do we don't really have evidence for sure? And look again, I want the high standard here especially for the president. I mean, you know, we all know that there's going to be fake accusations going at the other side and some of that happens, right? We all know political accusations go on, but look at some of the evidence that we know we have. Okay, let's start with the WhatsApp message from, the president, or from Hunter Biden um, in 2017. He says, I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment has not been fulfilled. Now, is Joe Biden uh, involved in this? Hmm. According to the testimony the whistleblower gave to Congress, which quotes from texts that are allegedly pumped from Hunter Biden to the CEO of a Chinese fund management company. The message continues. Tell the director, I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. The message goes on to say, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, his dad, and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Now, this would be this is illegal, right? If it's true, it is illegal. You can't, as Hunter Biden, be using um, uh, U.S. officials to scam people out of money in business deals. That's not okay. It's obviously illegal if the president, the vice president at the time is involved in it. Now, to be fair, they are denying this is true. Hunter Biden attorney says WhatsApp message cited by Republicans is fake. And that's back in the end of June. But is it fake? I mean, look, of course, Hunter Biden's attorney is going to say it's fake. We don't know for sure if it's true. We know the source of it was an IRS employee involved in the investigation. Uh, He's come out now. He seems credible, but you can say we don't believe him. I believe Hunter Biden's attorney instead. Okay. I mean, it's a pretty crazy claim, but all right, fine. But look at the way Democrats are coming after this message weeks after the supposed denial. This isn't someone who's saying, hey, this is a fake message. Why do you keep citing it? Listen to uh, Goldman talking about this right in front of Congress. Well, I want to focus, though, for a second on the, the WhatsApp that we went through. Um, and uh, Mr. Shapley, in your testimony, you, uh, your opening statement, you said that the text message, the WhatsApp message that we've been talking
1: about shows Hunter Biden discussing business with his father could you show me where in the text message it, it uh, says anything about discussing business with Joe Biden? Do you believe they're trying this stuff? So if you'd like me to go through it, I mean, I can take time to review it if you'd like me to. Well, I don't have the time, unfortunately, as you point out. I will tell you the only thing it says about
0: it is that Hunter Biden was sitting with his father. I mean, it does not say anything about discussing any business. I mean, is this... Uh, Can can this be more humorous? I mean, it's ridiculous. First of all, that's not what it says. Again, he says, I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment has not been made. Now, if he's just sitting there, why would he be considering, thinking about what deal was coming down? He obviously was talking to him. We now have... 20 on record phone calls about uh, that where uh, Joe Biden was calling in to Hunter Biden business meetings, including one where they actually he actually went to the dinner. He sat at a think about this for a second. What they're trying to make you believe is that Joe Biden went to a dinner with Hunter Biden and a bunch of his business associates. And at no point in the entire dinner did business come up. What human being has ever had an interaction like that? There's never a point ever, where you just say, hey, guys, like, so you work with Hunter, like, how is that? How's everything going? None of this came up, nothing at all, even if he was innocent. I mean, it's more suspicious if it didn't come up, right? Because then you would be forcing yourself to actually hide this. You're saying, oh, well, guys, we can't talk about business because we don't want to get on record here. Obviously, this comes up. Any human being, no one, no human being has ever had an interaction, like an hour-long uh, uh, business meeting or meeting with, uh, with business associates where business didn't come up, which is not a thing, uh, obviously. But again, that's speculation on my part, I-, I will say. Why, though, if it's so fake, are they still going like, hey, he just said he was sitting there when that's not at all what he was doing? Now, there are new Hunter uh, Hunter Biden WhatsApp messages uh, show him demanding $10 million from a Chinese energy venture and bragging that his family is the best at appeasing companies now missing billionaire chairman. it says uh, we are all saying the same thing, I hope. uh, But please, let's put this to bed tonight and sign officially tomorrow or anytime as late as you want. Uh, and get to work. I am tired of this, Kevin. I can make $5 million in salary at any law firm in America. If you think this is about money, it's not. The Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. Let's not quibble over peanuts. Now you might say, okay, look, y- you could say the money's coming into the Hunter Biden part of it and the other family members, but still we have no direct tie to Joe. Okay, well, that's not exactly true. Hunter Biden frequently covered family expenses text revealed because you would say, hold on a second. Why, how do you make this tie? Well, if we happen to have one of the people involved in the case saying he was doing this over and over again, perhaps that would be enough. I don't know. For example, uh, this is a Hunter Biden text from 2018. He's he's talking to his family. He says, "I, I love all of you, but I don't receive any respect and that's fine, I guess works for you apparently i hope you can all do what i did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years it's really hard but don't worry unlike pop i won't make you give me half of your salary the whole accusation the money comes into the family then it gets redirected to joe when he needs it there is a hunter biden text saying he gave half of his money to joe biden Again, you can say this isn't proof. You can't throw him in jail based on this because it's coming from Hunter and not from Joe. But I will say this, that's evidence. That's evidence. We know there was a shakedown going from Hunter to these foreign companies. We know these foreign companies took the money and sent it to Hunter Biden. And we have Hunter Biden on the record saying that he was giving half of his money to Joe Biden that's evidence. You can say it's not proof. You can say it's not airtight for a criminal trial, but you can't say there's no evidence. In fact, of course, if you go back and remember Hunter Biden's business partner called Joe Biden the big guy in panic messages after the post laptop story, go back and read that story over and over again. They cite this. You remember the story from right before the election. These people are uh, accessories to this at some level. They are certainly eyewitnesses They were involved in these business deals. When we asked them what they meant by the big guy, they tell us they meant Joe Biden. They're on the record witnesses. They've talked about this on the record. Witnesses is evidence. That's what it is. That's how you prove things in court. Here's another one. This is one you might not even know. In fact, a lot of people haven't seen this, but like, let's just say, okay, maybe Hunter Biden is texting things he's trying to hurt his father in that period of time. Maybe that could be, still would be evidence there. But go on when you have two Hunter Biden business associates texting each other about these deals. Here's what they said. This is again, what you would call evidence. This is what the text reads. Don't mention Joe being involved. It's only when you're face to face. I know you know, but they're paranoid. He responds, "Okay, they should be paranoid about things for real. Again, why would two uh, business associates be texting these things back and forth to each other? It doesn't make any sense. We all know that 20 calls happened when he attended these dinners. It's obvious that business came up. And let's create a scenario here real quick for the media. Let's just say uh, Jeffrey Epstein um, had a message that was intercepted. That was going to somebody, I don't know, Jelaine Maxwell. And it said, Hey, Jelaine, we need to get these uh, younger girls here. I'm sitting in the room with Donald Trump. He really wants these young girls delivered fast. If you don't give it to me, I'm going to hold a grudge against you. And me and the man sitting next to me are going to ruin your life. Do you think CNN would run with that? Do you think they'd say there was no evidence that that, that, uh, Donald Trump hooked up with young girls? It might not prove that he did that. Maybe Jeffrey Epstein was trying to hurt uh, Donald Trump in this scenario. But certainly there would be evidence, and certainly they would not hold any reservations whatsoever. This is the same media that spent years and years and years and years on Russia with every little development, every day being the walls are closing in and evidence has finally come to prove all of our accusations against Donald Trump, and that evidence never showed up. There's lots of accusations, not a lot of evidence. These messages... These messages between business associates outside of the relationship, all these things, many of which have never been denied, are absolutely evidence in this case. And the media is there's scam artists for not pointing it out. This is like the guy who murders his wife and then goes on and Googles uh, how to kill a wife and bury, bury a 115 pound woman. And then the media is like, well, we don't have a we don't have the body. Uh, we don't have any other evidence. All we have are these Google searches. And there's so there's no evidence supporting that this guy did it. All I did was Google and Google and Google about burying women. So we have nothing. You have plenty there. It might not be the entire case, but you have plenty of evidence. It's absurd. They're still in denial on this, and it shows exactly who these people are. Ah, let me tell you about Upside, or let me tell you about free money. Because why would you avoid free money? Upside's an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. When I go out, and I'm going to have lunch around here. There's a couple places right around here that I know of that I go to, and every time I log in with Upside, I get free cash back. When I go to get gas, I go to a gas station that I know has the Upside hookup because I get cash back. You can use the promo code Stu right now and get 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas, an extra 25 cents back. You can claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside and then pay as usual with a credit or debit card. You don't have to show them the Upside app. You just need to register your card and then pay with your card. They send you the money. In comparison to credit card loyalty programs, you're talking, about three times more cash back with Upside. Plus, Upside doesn't sell your personal information to third parties. They know your information is a vital part of their trusted relationship with you. So download the free Upside app and use the promo code STU. Get an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. An extra 25 cents back. Gas prices are really high right now. This is really going to help people. Uh, Use the promo code STU with the Upside app. I want to bring in Matt Palumbo. He's the author of the new book, Fact Checking the Fact Checkers, How the Left Hijacked and Weaponized the Fact Checking Industry, which is available now wherever books are sold. Be sure to grab a copy. Matt, how's it going?
1: Thank you. Good. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: I appreciate it. I appreciate you doing it. Um, I just came out of a, a monologue on the Hunter Biden and all the things that are going on. The fact that the media continues to roll out this line that there is no evidence whatsoever that has been, uh, that ties Joe Biden to this. There's no evidence really that Hunter did anything wrong. And I watched the media coverage of this, and this is why I wanted to bring you on. I mean, we, we need an analysis of the fact checking industry because they keep supporting this idiocy. There is, you might say there's perfect proof of everything here, but there is plenty of
1: evidence. Well, you know the thing about the fact checking is it's biased in multiple ways, and that yes, they will look out at conservatives uh, and try to target them, but it's also in what they don't fact check. Um, so yes, there can be overwhelming evidence, and, and yes, it's from whistleblowers who may have you know their own motivations, but seems like pretty strong evidence, and they largely just kind of ignore that and or dismiss it as a conspiracy. Uh, I mean, there was a year where. Um, there, So PolitiFact, for instance, does like a lie of the year segment. And there was a, a year where their lie of the year was people who doubted Obama's claim that if you like your health care, you can keep your health care. So like, these are the kinds of factors we're dealing with where one of the biggest lies of all time, we were considered crazy for not believing it. And it is, you know, that's just a the theme of the book is, is I just divide each chapter into sort of like a different realm of incompetence. So I have like a whole COVID chapter, a whole just Joe Biden chapter. And I just kind of hammer them on every, every, yeah, uh, you know, anyway, I really saw fit. Yeah, you know, it's
0: I, uh, it's a great idea, and it was really it's really needed. And I think, like, I, I go back to this sometimes when I uh, when I'm not just angry at the media for various things, and in the calm moments, Matt, I think to myself, you know, it would be great if we did have a legitimate fact-checking industry, like one that could not look at political stuff, but just look at stuff that say, hey, there's so much fake stuff out there on the internet, and there is. It would be great to have a trusted source that could look at this stuff and say, okay, this one's BS and this one's real. And there was an opportunity for the media to do this and they have completely failed.
1: Yeah, you know, that's in, in the fact checking industry infancy. That's kind of what it was. And they were good at it is they were fact checking, like, is Bigfoot real or, you know, did an alien land. And and, you know, those claims are usually a lot easier to debunk. And the truth is much more matter of fact. But when you get into politics, I mean, uh, one example would be a claim like the gender wage gap. If we were to say, you know, women earn 80 cents to a man's dollar. How do you evaluate that? Or, well, you could say it's true because it literally is true, but it's also not true because the implication of the statement is, well, it's because of discrimination or something. So when you have a political statement, like the simply the implication behind why someone is mentioning it can determine whether or not it's true or not. Uh, and that that nuance uh, is really plays a very large role in their decision making as well. And, and I, I just kind of. I really tried to take any possible angle I could to documenting the bias in the book. Like for instance, there was a section during the 2016 presidential race where when it was Trump and Ted Cruz leaning, um, almost all their fact checks were dependent on just Trump and Ted Cruz because when Trump and Cruz were an equal threat, they had to portray them both as these huge liars. Uh, once it became clear Trump was going to be the nominee, all of a sudden they just ignored that Ted Cruz exists at all. All <laughs> the other candidates no longer exist. 100% is all on Trump. And I'm going, that's weird. All of a sudden they only care about the guy who's a threat to liberalism. And, and that's really just the story of the whole book. And it's mainly like PolitiFact, uh, factcheck.org, Snopes. Uh, those are the big ones. And it really, you know, there are cases where they will all be wrong in unison. And it's almost as if you can kind of see where they copied each other's homework. So I, I think they probably, I, mean, I can't prove they work in conjunction, but there's definitely people at different sites who know each other and they definitely, definitely coordinate, hey, this clip of Biden doesn't look too good for us. Let's try to rewrite reality. And in fact, there's an entire chapter titled Fact Checkers versus our own eyes and ears where we will have literally Biden on video saying something and the fact checkers trying to explain why our ears are broken. It's a, a wild chapter.
0: Yeah, I mean, you see that it's a combination of like going after conservatives more often. Like mm-hmm. they, they they pick the statements they fact check, right? Yes. So they can fact check liberals' true statements and, mm-hmm. and fact check conservatives' false ones, which of course they do exist. Also, they do the thing where they bend over backwards to make sure uh, one that is borderline goes the way of their politics. And like independently, you could argue it's not that big a deal, right? It's another news source out there. Who cares if they happen to be biased one way or another? But because of the power they are now have now been given with social media, we saw this through COVID where they were taking people's claims, And getting them kicked off of social media, demonetizing them, um, getting their their uh, distribution uh, to be lowered. All these things make real uh, impacts in people's lives and businesses. And these fact checkers are bringing a massive agenda to the game. Can you kind of talk about how they rose in prominence to this level?
1: Yeah, so they, you know, F- Facebook partners with these fact checkers, and this is as you're explaining why it's such a big deal, and that they are sort of the final arbiters of truth on Facebook you know, and some other social media networks, but it's generally run by liberals. And they have a system where basically anyone can flag a post of yours, but, but generally what generally will happen is a fact checker will see something they don't like, they will write a little article on it, and then because it's on one of these official sites, it'll get attached to the post. So if you or I were to share this post that got fact checked, it'll give a warning. To all our followers, and it might even, and, and if you were the person who originally published it, usually your your page will get will suffer a consequence as a result. So if you have a page with a million followers, they might say, you know what because you shared misinformation, only 10,000 of those followers will see your post for the next month. And if you get two fact checks a month, uh, you know, it's gonna be even worse. And those aren't the exact numbers. And in fact, I I think it's actually probably worse than that. Uh, But I've had experience managing pretty large pages. I have managed Dan Bongino's page. And there was a time one summer where uh, we were like the number one page on Facebook for weeks, you know, days on end, or for weeks on end, and then, all of a sudden there's this onslaught of fact checks. And you know, I can't prove it's in response to them trying to take us down, but I think that's what it was. And and there are people on Facebook who make, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars from the platform if you can believe it. And and one bad fact check really can screw them. And what what is interesting is in every single case, I think except maybe one where I've been fact check, I have Um, And I was obviously bluffing, but, you know, wrote an email where I, you know, vaguely threatened, you know, legal action over some nonsense, but then provided an actual rebuttal to why they were wrong. And. Every single time except one, they went, oh, yeah, you were wrong and removed it from our page. So so they if, if it was that flimsy in the first place, why would you publish it if you're going to back down um, that easily? And there was even, I think, a case with Candace Owens where she did the same thing. She got fact-checked, said, actually filed a lawsuit, and then they all got removed right after that. So they're not even confident in what they're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's, it's really, really pathetic. And they do you know determine so much of what people wind up seeing, uh, which is the troubling part of this. Let's go to the COVID uh, angle yeah. here, because COVID, you know, I think was the time where a lot of people's eyes were opened as to what the fact checking industry was. There was a lot of things that they would say were false. They would get people kicked off social media. And then, you know, three months later, the science would kind of come along and say, oh, yeah, by the way, that, that whole thing that we were all mad at people for about before. Well, that was actually true. The, the COVID uh, era really seemed to be uh, the one that I think woke people up.
1: Yeah, I think actually one of the longest essays in the book is on the whole lab leak hypothesis and how pretty much every single fact check with that exception, call it discredited nonsense, um, even throughout all the updates of the saga. So, you know, they didn't really follow the science. They were told what the science was and then went along with it. Uh, one of my favorite examples was when Biden, I think it was last October during a 60 Minutes interview, he had just randomly mentioned the, pand- the pandemic was over, which, you know, we, we all knew that for years, but, or for a year at least before that, but he just dropped it out of nowhere and right? it was completely unexpected. No one, no one was ex- expecting it. And then I think PolitiFact evaluated the statement and decided, yeah, actually, it turns out the pandemic is over. And it, it's, I know this is kind of a hypothetical argument, but in a million years, can you imagine them independently declaring the pandemic is over in any other circumstance unless it was a liberal saying it is? And I, I think the answer is no. And, and in the book, it's a lengthy chapter as well. Uh, I just run through you know, everything from the vaccine myths to lockdown stuff and all that. Um, I think people will find that one uh, enjoyable and frustrating.
0: Yeah, very yeah, frustrating. Yeah. I, I think too. I, I remember going back to I don't know what what year it was when Rick Santorum ran for president. I know he ran a couple times, but at one point he had made a claim that the I guess it would it was uh, had to be in uh, right, yeah 2000 probably 16 It must have been 2016 because they were talking about how Santorum made a claim that uh, unemployment had gone up well into double digits under Obama, and the rate was like 10.9 percent. And they actually fact-checked well into double digits. It was double digits, but it wasn't well into double digits, at least by their assessment. And therefore, they gave him a false. And it's like, these things are, I mean, obviously, if if it was 4% and he said it was double digits, he would be lying. But this was clearly, at least mostly true, if you want to say it wasn't well into, fine. And this is what they do to conservatives. They reach in there and they look for any reason to say that they're lying, to say that they're false, to ding them, and then not only to hurt their presence online, but to hurt their reputation generally.
1: I I did an article where I I argued that, you know, if you look at population numbers in the census, because illegal immigrants are counted as population, when you do congressional apportionment, California probably has five more seats in the House than they would if we didn't count illegals. And PolitiFact's rebuttal was that my claim was false because it might be as few, it might only be three extra seats. (laughs) <laughs> um, and they did no math or anything, but they were like, but um, again, it's to your point. It's like, even if you were to say, okay, that's not hundred percent true, it's three quarters. It's still a C. I mean, it's not the worst, you know, it's a passing grade. And and I, I checked my math. They, they, I still don't see how I was wrong, but, but even when I was right, they said I was wrong. So yeah, very, very uh, confusing uh, people.
0: So Matt, how do, how do we dismantle this? Or, or, is, I mean, is there a conservative alternative that can rise to prominence? Is it just that we have to just ignore these people? How do we fight back against this?
1: Well, you know, I think anyone that's right or left, ultimately, ideology will take over. Um, so the the question becomes, what is the least biased way of doing this? And I think the the community notes stuff on Twitter. I know it's specific to Twitter, is probably the least error prone, and that you are crowdsourcing. I mean, there is some evidence that you know Wikipedia, for instance, on non-political topics, has far fewer editor um, errors per page, in Encyclopedia Britannica, because there's just so many people that can always tell if one thing's off. So maybe a similar concept. With community notes, but again, you know, any social network can get overrun by liberals pretty quickly. Uh, but there have been a number of, of amusing cases where Politifact, Snopes will put up a garbage fact check, and then Twitter's fact checker will go, "Actually, despite you calling yourselves fact checkers, uh, you didn't do a very good job." And it's very, very funny to see.
0: Yeah, I find the uh, the community notes thing pretty useful. I mean, it's not always conservative either. Like sometimes it, it'll call out a conservative for being wrong, but it does seem to have. At least some level of fairness to it mm-hmm. and and at least it will call out the most egregious errors. I mean, sometimes people like Biden and Pelosi will just say things that have no connection to reality whatsoever. And at least uh, Community Notes is pretty good for that. Matt, I'm really uh, glad that you wrote this book because it's important that people understand how important this industry is to people and how flawed it is. The new book is called Fact-Checking the Fact-Checkers, How the Left Hijacked and Weaponized the Fact-Checking Industry. It's out right now. Get it wherever you get your books. Matt, thanks so
1: much for coming on the program, man. Thanks so much. I'm glad you enjoyed the book.
0: I was watching CNN after the Hunter Biden thing came down. I do it so you don't have to. And they were talking about the Hunter Biden situation. And they paused and they said, you know, I hate to bring humanity into this. I mean, geez, but I I mean, God forbid we bring humanity into this. But, you know, we have to think about the family here. You know, this family has been just dragged through the mud and all of this for five years. I mean, it's been five years of this, and this takes a real toll, doesn't it? Oh, yes, it certainly does. You really should feel bad for the family, the Biden family. Really? You people that were out there doing this to the Trump family every single day for the past, I mean, I mean, one of the charges against uh, Donald Trump happened in the 1980s in Bergdorf Goodman. You've been bringing that up still, and you're still, you know, Litigating that on a nightly basis on the on the network. It's unbelievable. Uh, CNN, though, now wants you to know a stunning possible fourth indictment looms over Trump in the 2024 election. This is the Georgia case. It looks like there's been some documents leaked. It indicates that he's going to get charged here. That's no surprise to anyone. Um, You know, again, maybe they have some incredible evidence that he's committed a crime here. Uh, They keep trying this and over and over again, every single time it seems to be a letdown. Maybe they have something this time. We, of course, will keep our mind open so we can cover it fairly. However, it's just, at this point, it's understandable to be a tad skeptical when CNN says the walls are closing in. How many times have we heard this? Over and over and over and over again, but we'll, we'll continue to watch it. Um, a lot of people like RFK Jr. As a, as a democratic possibility outside of Joe Biden. And I say a lot of people. In mean, the last poll I saw, he was at 13% and Marianne Williamson was at 10%. So do we really get that excited over that? He's up by 3% over Marianne Williamson. Whoa. But uh, he uh, was asked a question in Iowa, a pretty conservative state, about abortion. He said, I believe a decision to abort a child should be up to the woman during the first three months of life, but he added, once a child is viable outside the womb, I think the state has an interest in protecting the child. Now, this kind of goes back to the Roe versus Wade standard of abortion, uh, which is kind of the old school Democratic one, like going back into the 90s where you know the, the Democrats at the time would say, hey, you know, of course there's limits on this. We, we want safe, legal, and rare, right? I mean, we all want that. That's gone for the Democratic Party. And, of course, when people reminded him he was running as a Democrat, which he kind of seems these days just to be trying to please Republicans, which is where he's getting all of his money. Um, But he said, uh, actually, today, Mr. Kennedy misunderstood a question posed to him by an NBC reporter in a crowded, noisy exhibit hall at the Iowa State Fair. Mr. Kennedy's position on abortion is that it will always be the woman's right to choose. He does not support legislation banning abortion. So there you go. Uh, He will not support that. Which is not a surprise. This is the Democratic Party position. No restrictions on abortion really at any time during the pregnancy and really for any reason. That's kind of their fundamental thing. They say, well, I might not like it, but the woman gets to make the choice. Well, that means you don't support the legislation that would make it illegal. Um, So that is where they stand. And look, RFK Jr. is a liberal. This is who he is. He will, if, if, he, if you like RFK Jr., you might like him on three or four issues. He will disappoint you everywhere else. And honestly, while he's disappointing pointing you, probably will put you in prison for what you believe. That's uh, honestly the way that probably ends up for you if he becomes president. So I don't, I wouldn't root it on all that much. And we do have this potential um, idea that we're just going to repeat the 2020 election, Biden versus Trump again. And that could be related uh, to this particular new statistic. U.S. suicides hit an all-time high last year uh, because... Uh, Are we really gonna do this again? I mean, that is uh, Really gonna put Joe Biden now. Look, I know a lot of people like Donald Trump And I get it. I I, there's a lot to like about Trump He pisses everybody off and he pisses the right people off and I do like that It is fun to talk about I will say it just it feels like it's been a long time with the same (laughs) The same arguments and the same stuff. I mean, I'm just I'm sort of ready for a new channel. You know, I just want to turn the channel a little bit. Uh, look, he's going to be a heck of a lot better than Joe Biden. But again, that's part of the election. I want to turn the channel. I, do we need Biden? Can we get anyone else? Can we do anyone but Biden in 24? Can we get that? Can we get what the mug says? Anyone but Biden 24? By the way, StuDoesMerch.com. StuDoesMerch.com. Code is Stu10. You'll save 10% off of that. I just feel like, you know, we, we've seen a rerun. This is a lot of reruns. And we're getting a lot of reruns, a lot of the same arguments, a lot of the same stuff, over and over and over and again. And, you know, at times you just kind of get bored. Look, uh, would I like to see Joe Biden out of office? Yes. Would I like to see something different? I have to admit the answer to that is also, yeah. Well, if you want to take a flight somewhere, you want to pilot. If you want to eat something, you probably want a chef cooking it. You know, some you want know, to get your taxes done. Some people do it on their own. It's a little risky sometimes. If they're complicated in particular, you want to have someone who really knows what they're doing, you may want a CPA. Bottom line is the experts are really good at some stuff, and uh, they're not – you shouldn't just believe them based on everything. But when you really need to get something done, when you're talking about maybe like a real estate agent – uh, you better find a good one and realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go to find that person. Glenn started this company a few years ago. He had dealt with, you know, hassles and buying and selling real estate. It was it was bad. He uh, wanted to find a place where, you know, you can combine all the the, the checking and, and and background checks and performance checks and all the stuff that you need to find the best real estate agent in your area. That's what trust.com is. Go there, check it out, it's free to you. realestateagentsitrust.com, the name kind of says it all. It's realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. Well, I regret to tell you that the thing you probably don't care about won't be happening. I know, really, really sad. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, looks like he's not gonna fight Elon Musk in a cage match. So there you go. Nothing. I mean, it's not going to happen, looks like. Here's what Zuckerberg says. I think we can all agree that Elon isn't serious and it's time to move on. I offered a real date. Dana White offered to make this a legit competition for charity. Elon won't confirm a date, then says he needs surgery, and now asks to do a practice round in my backyard instead. <laughs> Is that really what he asked? I don't know. I haven't been following this <laughs> like closely. If Elon ever gets serious about a real date and an official event, he knows how to reach me. Otherwise, time to move on. I'm looking to focus on competing with people who take the sport seriously. I mean, I, this is—we deserve every little bit of this as a society. Yes, we deserve a ridiculous showdown between two social media guys. I mean, it's just—it's just pathetic. Let's be honest about it. It's just pathetic. It's pathetic. And on a, you know, I don't think I would care about it even if it did happen. But I certainly don't care about it now that it's not happening. I do care about the new Skittles because I like Skittles. They're yummy and I like candy, as you can see. Uh, not, not as healthy as uh, apparently Mark or Elon. Um, their new packaging is a little weird though. Uh, some people are wanting to give it the Budweiser treatment. Now of course this gets thrown around every single time now anyone has a problem with a company and this is what I warned about from the beginning. It's why we did shows specifically on this uh, a while ago. But of course, you know, who, who listens? Um, anyway though, the new packaging is Black Lives Matter <laughs> So I don't know. Do the Skittles do they taste the rainbow, which is was their official slogan for a very very long time? Do they taste like fruit flavors, or do they t- taste like black trans people? And I'll say I don't want to find out what that taste is. Uh, not at all. I certainly don't want a candy that's going to tell me what black lives taste like. So hopefully they're just regular Skittles in, a, in, a pack, in an annoying package, and that way you can just dump them out into a plastic bag and eat them if you really want Skittles. Do I think people are going to boycott Skittles? No. I mean look. Conservatives have tried this over and over again. We have the one success with Budweiser. Did the Target thing work? I mean, has anyone revisited that? doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it at all, does it? We talked a lot about it, but did it do anything? I don't think it did much of anything. Uh, The Budweiser thing, I think you could argue pretty convincingly, has made a massive impact on this company. But honestly, outside of that, all of these efforts when it comes to companies, I don't think have done much. I mean, you know, even Disney is seemingly still able to, I mean, they're still having movies that are making hundreds of millions of dollars. People are still going to the parks. I don't know. I mean, I, I, this is a, a fraught road, unless you do it exactly right. We tried to map out a plan of how to pick these things. I don't know that the Skittles things, the Skittle thing will turn into that type of effort. We will see, and we'll keep you updated. Now, today's Monday. On Wednesday, we will be one week away from the first Republican debate. We'll have all your coverage right here on Blaze TV. Now, the the actual debate airs on Fox News, but I know we'll have a pre-show and a post-show. Maybe we'll do something fun while the thing's on the air, too, just to screw around. But we'll have all the analysis that you need, all the fact-checking that you need, right here on blaze tv sign up blaze tv.com stew use the promo code stew and you will save 10 bucks it'll also probably do some of it on our, our youtube channel i know we're going to do extra extended coverage on our youtube channel it's youtube.com slash does america we will do all the analysis we'll also have some uh anyone but biden giveaways uh, to give you as well so make sure you sign up now click the bell for notifications stew does america